This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 135 of Ghost in the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. Tonight, we are live streaming as we always do. So if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast player and you want to join in the fun and shenanigans, join us on our YouTube channel at Ghost in the Night. Uh, Sundays is when we do it. Now, the time frame is normally 6 o'clock, but we're starting an hour late today because... If there is a God, he fucking hates me. Well, that's all right. You're Asian. Of course he hates you. He no rock me. <laughs> he no. think I'm stupid crazy. But we're coming an hour late today. We're coming an hour late today. Don't even go there. Six, you can eat. Uh, normally we start at six o'clock, but tonight we had to start at seven. And for the next couple of weeks, we it might be a little shaky on start times. So you definitely want to follow us yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, my schedule is going to be a little cray-cray here soon. Yeah, you definitely want to follow us on Twitter to get the updates on when we will actually be going live for the next few weeks. And that the Twitter handle for the podcast is uh, at night underscore ghost. And if you would have followed, you would have known we were starting tonight late because I put it out there. But tonight, we are talking about the mysterious Diatov. Well, how do you say it? Diatov. Diatov Pass. It's a hiking group back in 1959, Jan early January or January of 1959. The end of January going into February. February. Uh, that nine hikers, well, yeah. 10 hikers originally started out, but nine hikers died in this past under mysterious circumstances. There, there are a boatload of uh, theories on why they uh, perished. But naturally, it goes everything from UFOs, Yeti, to government. Yes. Or it could it just be natural? There are some natural. I've got I've got multiple, there multiple are... scientifically explainable and multiple just random right. fucking things. But basically, nine hikers went out there, and these were all experienced hikers. These weren't just some Joe Blows and Jane Blows, because Jane Blow, huh? Get it? Uh, And I'm the fucking one that makes the sexual connotations. This is a serious podcast here. God damn, I'll tell you what. Uh, They uh, have no fucking viewers. Hi, Debbie. Thank you. We appreciate you. Oh, Debbie might have took off too. Debbie, no love no more. I don't know. Oh, man. How can you do it? How can you stand not having dark mode on their shit? I don't know. I generally do, but anyway. Uh, ten hikers originally went up. One did not finish the trip because he had sciatica, real bad, or whatever. George he had uh, his, his butthole hurt. I don't rheumatism know. and congenital heart disease defect. He did not feel well, so he did not finish out the trip. He uh, Gonzo's got to be here soon. If Gonzo's not here, I'm leaving. Well, fuck, leave me hanging. Damn, I'll leave my notes. Uh, so there were seven men and two women that 
ended up going on this expedition. And they, like I said, they were all experienced hikers. They, there's at the time they were very highly. Uh, that uh, shit looks sick, boy. Sorry, <laughs> that's the best view I've gotten of my hair since I got it cut. They were dope. <laughs> they were all uh, very, I got a mountain, and we're talking about mountain climbers. <laughs> there you go. They were all experienced. They were uh, either college students or graduate students, but there was one elderly, well, 37-year-old man that yeah. was added later, that, which is a little weird. Which was, uh, uh, I believe that was Simeon, Simeon, Simeon yeah. Zolotaryov. He was added by the university later, and that Late does play into one of the conspiracy theories of, you know, maybe the uh, KGB. We love the KGB here, if you're listening, Putin. Every podcast I listen to about this shit, they said KBG and a fucking... KGB? Or KBG. S- like, it, well, it's easy to fuck it up, but I, I was... I said it was GTI so media, it's G-I-T-I. All the time. And apparently our Sunday show's at 8, and our Saturday, or our Thursday show's at fucking like 4 hey, in the morning. don't fuck with me. I was here at 6 o'clock getting this shit ready. Where I was <laughs> sitting at home writing notes like a fucking madman. I know. And then I jumped in the shower, and I came here. But... These nine or seven men, two women, they were experienced. They knew what they were doing, supposedly. They went in. They Basically what happened, they never met their check-in date, which was scheduled for a few weeks later. People got worried, naturally. They eventually, another in mid-February, I believe, took a search party out, and they did find the tent. And this is where I'll let Travis, because when they found the tents, where shit gets weird. Yeah, and this is what. I'll well, let... I'm still going back further. Well, you, I, well, I just, I, I like, I like to it. set up the story. That's you know the gist of it. You take over, and I'm gonna okay. sit here and play with myself. All right, tonight we're talking about the Dyatlov Pes. Uh, this is the story. Let's humanize these people a little bit because people seem to like that. This is the story of nine folk: Igor Dyatlov, Yuri Doroshenko, Yuri Yudin. Uh, Lyudmila Dubininya, Alexander Kolivatov, Zenaida Kolmogorova, Yuri uh, Krivonashenko, Rustem Slobodin, Nikolai Thibault Brizhnyoli, and Simeon Zolotaryov. Those are the super fucking hard names in Russian of the people that were affected by this. Again, <clears throat> excuse me. Like Phil said, nine Russian hikers who just went off on this thing mysteriously died on an expedition in the northern Ural Mountains between February 1st and 2nd, 1959. It was the night of the first going into the second. Yes. Because they could tell they died around midnight-ish, which I will get into later why they know that. Um, and as he said, they were all very experienced. They were... Um, was it like class two right. registered trained hikers and ski tour guides and or something the like time, that? Weren't there only three levels? Yeah, something and like that. And this was this expedition was going to get them to that yeah, third yeah. ranking, which so two is right below. Yeah, and you know, well, and they were all from the uh, the Euro Polytechnical Institute, right? And they were led by this Igor Dyatlov. So let's go back a little bit. January 24th, Yuri Krivnyshenko was detained by the police for soliciting, quote-unquote, 
because I guess this dude carried a guitar with him like every went where he went and liked music and he was singing and playing guitar in public and you know the Russian military or police came by and they're like no Mr. Hippie man you not do that here we yeah. not have happiness you cannot sing in Russia communist the only singing we do is not <laughs> no singing fuck you <laughs> you Fuck just, you, Yuri Hendrix. You just turned into freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now I'm Austrian. <laughs> All right, go ahead. We do not play the music here. Um, so that because ha- that 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 one made me think for a second. I was like, what if? Because uh, they also got. Uh, I don't know if it was all of them or just a portion of them actually got uh, accused by a local drunk of stealing or trying to steal his vodka. So I was like, yo, maybe he pissed off the wrong people while they were in town before they went out and they came out and followed him and beat the fuck out of him because we'll get into that later too. But I obviously, very far-fetched. But in my mind, I was like, it well, was the homeless you know, guy. The KGB had a lot of undercover people. The Kigba, they did. Maybe, the Kigba did a uh, lot of fucked up shit. Maybe they stole vodka from the wrong people who just happened to be... They stole KGB vodka. Sons of bitches. You should have just fucking forked over the extra money got the Ciroc called it a day exactly I, I'm just throwing out theories we're here for wild and crazy theories okay so um, jump ahead a couple of days on January 27th Igor Dyatlov hired a sled to take them uh, to the North 2 mining settlement which was abandoned by this time um, then January 28th as you said, Yuri Yudin went back with the sled because he had knee and joint pain because he suffered from rheumatism and a congenital heart defect. I did not hear so, about the heart defect. See, yeah. So I was, he he like I was like, what a fucking pussy. But then I was like, okay, so you have legitimate reasons. Well, as, Which, are, how are you not the like that? You dodged the biggest fucking bullet in oh. history. Like and, like oh man, my rheumatism hurts sometimes. Yeah, but it kept you alive, motherfucker. Well, what he has is similar to what I have with the joints and shit. Yeah. You know, I bitch about it, but, you know, it's painful. And you just go, mine's a little, mine's a little worse. He's, he is kind of a pussy. But Well, I mean, we're also not going on fucking... Because I think this was supposed to be like a fucking 200-kilometer expedition yeah, or some like shit like week. that. They were, yeah, they were supposed to be weeks. gone for like two or three weeks. Yeah. So, but... I just wanted, when I heard about mm, him leaving. I touched your leg oh, with my baby. leg. Uh, when uh, I heard about this, I was like, I wonder how much survivor's guilt this guy has. Right. Under the circumstances. Well, because Yuri Yudin was a, a, a really big information contributor to, there's a uh, there's a book called um, Dead Mountain, I believe it's called. Yeah, because that was the name of the mountain translated. No, the name of the mountain translated means I, I I fucking didn't write down the name in Russian of the mountain, but the name of the mountain translates to "Don't go here." Oh, see, I heard one of the videos I watched. Fuck YouTube, can't. It might be the not. same. Well, I mean, it, 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 they said from what I saw, there's multiple the names. Dead, I think there's multiple names right. for all this shit. But yeah, one of the I think it might have been like a local uh, term for it translated right. to "Don't go there." So let's go there. Well, you know, it's these... some white people shit. <laughs> hey, it is. Don't fuck with us white people. It's true, though. Like, even though I'm included in this group, it's like, well, hey, have. that house over there is super haunted. White people fucking just swarm to it. Well, we're not <laughs> smart, apparently. I mean, a lot of white people do not have the best survival tactics techniques. No, we're plots. the first going to go. Unless it's a horror Unless movie. It's uh, a black guy. Less Speaking of horror movies, straight out, shout out to uh, Freddy Krueger. 
This was another Walmart grab. Damn. Along with these shorts. They have pineapples and watermelon on. You racist. They're just random leaves. You racist bastard. And I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know if that's supposed to be a cattail or like a pig in a blanket. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the fucking information. So, um, again, I, I even wrote it down. Like, is it, for once, is it almost a blessing that you have a heart defect and shit like that because yeah. you actually survived this? Right. But anyway, I digress. Um, the group spent the night on the banks of the Lozova, I think is how you pronounce it, river. Mm-hmm. Um, and on January 29th, they used skis to travel from the Lozova River to the Espaio River, where they would sleep for the night. June, January 30th, they tried to travel the shortest route from the Espaio River to the Lozova, because a lot of this was... Uh, I don't want to say experimental because I feel like that's the wrong term, but um, like they they were trying to discover stuff. You know what I mean? Like this trek had a purpose to it to some extent, um, uh, which this route, from what I understand, is now what is officially known as the Dyatlov Pass. Right. For obvious reasons, which we will find out momentarily. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, then they go back to the Aspire River for the night. February 1st, everybody, they dropped a bunch of their uh, non-essential food and equipment and stuff like that at this little base camp that right. they had set up mm-hmm. in order to lighten their shit up and make themselves more economical for the travel. Yes. So they drop off a bunch of shit at their camp on the Aspire River, planning to retrieve it when they return because it's obviously... We're not going to need it for the next couple of days, but we're going to well, need it. Well, you got to go get the vodka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't fucking, you can't leave behind the Stoliknaya. Right. Or the Kamchatka, whatever cheap shit they drink over there. Um, so that day they traveled two kilometers and they actually ended up losing their path a little bit and going f- like 500 meters off track from their original. 500 meters. Yeah. That's, uh, a, that's a good distance. That's. That's like 1,500 feet almost. Or like 1,200, some shit like that. I don't know. I'm American. I don't, I don't know. We don't know that. I don't know Mitra's. Um, Metric system blows. So they, they got off track by a considerable distance, considering that, you know, where they are. Right. And the, the terrain that they have to traverse. Mm-hmm. So they end up setting up camp on the north slope of the Kolat Siakal which is the name of the mountain. Uh, I don't know fucking how to pronounce that shit. Well, Russian's hard. Yeah. Yes. Everything about Russia is hard. Our drinking is hard. Our fights are hard. Everything Ivan is hard. Goes hard. If they die, they die. <laughs> um, so February 2nd, fucking everybody dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Like they set up camp on February 1st. The next one day, mysteriously, fucking dead. So... Um, moving on from there, before we get into some of the thought process and shit like that, we have, I have some other stuff. So the group was expected back to town or whatever the fuck, I don't know. Town in Russia, I feel like, is just like wherever they have a toilet. Oh, you dirty, dirty whore. You fucked it up. I'm going the wrong way, I think. That's what she said. No, I was going the right way. Hold, please. I'm having technical difficulties. There is no God. There's no God in podcasting. Oh, boy. 
What? Well, especially going live. See, if we didn't go you live. You have had fucking mic, mic arm issues like the last two or three weeks, and I have it happen one time, and it's the fucking end of the world. Get that bitch tight. Oh, it's on there pretty good. I'm just going to get you to God let damn. You hold it. Hello, moon unit. Moon unit's here. Okay, so, again, this group of hikers was expected back to town on February 12th. Yes. They did not show up. So, on February 21st, a search party was sent out to try to find them. Right. February 26th, their tent was found, and an official investigation was launched by the government. <clears throat> For two weeks after they're supposed to show up. Right. But I'd imagine, you know, it probably takes a while. Well, there's a lot of red tape in Russia, too. <laughs> Isn't it all red? Yes. <laughs> and yellow. Uh, so, <laughs> the uh, the tent was uh, all fucked up and covered in snow. It was like tore the tore all up. And you could tell that they had left scared and super quick, like quick, fast, and in a hurry. There's different versions of this. A boot. Okay, I read in one and saw in another one. They had a, a stove inside. A camp stove. Right, with vented out. They did cut their way out, which is, you know, I find that interesting. So something was... Well, yeah, because they originally, they originally were like, oh, somebody cut right. the tent to attack them. No, they, they did forensic testing and you found... You know what their... Like, for, what I, article I read, you know what their forensic testing was? They got a, seam, a Russian seamstress to look at. Oh, no, they cut it out. They oh, cut I the mean, way what, Who better to she ask? She was the expert. Who better to ask in 59, though? Olga. It's not like... The local factory making two cents a freaking week. Yeah, they're like, we think that they cut their way... Or somebody cut into tent and they go in for to make kill of peoples inside. And she says, no, 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 you stupid, stupid policemen. This was cut from the inside. You can tell. Look at the cuts. Right. So they cut out, which would indicate a rapid exit. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. However, you might get to this. The tracks leading down to the woods or to the forest level, like they were trying to get away, were calm. They were single file almost. They were light. There was ex those experts say that they did not rush there. It's almost like they cut their way out hectically and then gathered themselves and then made their way to the forest. Which makes you wonder what what, what caused it because maybe it was a it was a it was a moment of panic initially and then every, once right. everybody was out there like we're safe now. We're not we're not burned to death inside death right. tent. So there there is that theory that they think maybe that something went wrong with that stove, smoke was filling up and smoke them if you got them, kids. And uh or maybe, you know, some of the embers got out and yeah. a fire started. So they did make a rapid exit, but for some reason, they were in no hurry after that. Being borderline naked and uh, in negative 30 degree weather. Yeah. In the snow. Rush, you Russians are crazy. Or this. So right, they're, doing, they're out there doing polar bear plunges and shit. Yes. Okay. Continue. Okay. So, anyway. So, like I said, they clearly at least left the tent quick, fast, and in a hurry. Right. Like, some kind of shit was hitting the fan when they initially left their dwelling. Yes. Their domicile. Their home sweet homicile. Right. <laughs> uh, their yurt, whatever. I don't know. So, anyway. Footprints heading to the edge of the, uh, of the woods were found, but 
uh, they, oh, sorry. Um, they found the footprints leading to the tree line in the woods, but after like 500 meters, they started to get covered by snow. Right. So it got a little wishy-washy at that point. Which, that's kind of, that's one thing I, issue I have with the story. Basically, it's West. It's basically Siberian, Tiberia, right? If I'm not, I'm not a Russian. I mean, it was like negative twenty. So yeah, in January in northern west, northwest Russia. Yeah, and they even found prints two, three weeks later, or what? Yeah, three weeks later, something like that. It didn't snow in that three weeks in northern west, northwest Russia, Soviet Union. I don't. I mean, I don't saying? know. I don't, I don't really know the weather patterns. I, just, I, I would think. I never. I never heard anything about crazy weather patterns being brought up for explanation purposes. I would for, just, well, there was, but not like shit like this. You, but you would think. But even a, just wind blowing, like a, snow drift, in could that do area that. is very is known for high winds. Yes, because so we'll talk about that snow. too. So, in a three week period, tracks didn't get covered up. By snow, you thought they could at least got six inches of snow in three weeks oh. in in that area. Oh, I got a lot of condensation and going on. Wind didn't blow the snow around to cover up tracks, right? I just think it's kind of, I think it's kind of weird that they found tracks, even found these tracks mm-hmm. three weeks later, right? I think. But hey, okay, who knows? So, uh, again, they found so they found nine different sets of tracks. And they were either in socks, one shoe, or completely barefoot. Uh, the uh, as we said, the tent was cut, which they originally thought it was cut from the outside, as in somebody going into the tent. And then the forensic testing, which was Olga from the fucking the, the uh, seamstress. God damn! Well, here you keep talking. I'm gonna go get you. Thanks, out. buddy. I'm gonna take care of this. Thanks, buddy. Um, so yeah, she, uh, a seamstress. I mean, it's like, that's so weird, man. Like who better to ask? But at the same time, it's a fucking seamstress. Hold please. Yeah. You know, you think, you know, they, well, of course it's 59. They just went down to the local factory and said, Hey, uh, we got an issue. Can you look at this? Sure. What the hell? You know, so it's, I get it. And how good was forensics back in 1959? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, like the, at the time, that was probably the best person you could ask. Right. But still, she's just like, no, stupid policemans. This not cut from outside. You can tell. How stupid are you? You never, you never hem pants. <laughs> you never fix inseam on your mother's fucking pantyhose. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so... In you know, once you to do testing and notice they did it, it was it was uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Fuck it. Um, but like when you see that somebody cut their way out of a tent in the middle of nowhere in Russia in the middle of win- the coldest part of winter, clearly you're gonna think there's there 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 has to be some type of panic involved or. Because you don't just do that shit. Or it was there were seven men, two women. It was a gangbang gone wrong. They did say that they do think that 
the there may have been some type of somebody was saying something about the, a sexual activity having something to do with the scantily clad nature of the bodies when they were found. But I'm like, if if they're at camp and they have a wood burning camp stove in their tent, those motherfuckers get pretty warm. Like you can have like a solid eighty degree tent right. in the middle of fucking winter right. if you have that setup. They're made like that for a fucking reason. Or there was some tapping going on. Which I mean, that's that's still there, speculated. There, on. there was a Russian train going th- over Dead Mountain. Yeah. So uh, anyway, not far into the woods, investigators found the uh, leftovers, if you will, the remains of a small fire mm-hmm. that had been built, a small campfire, and the bodies of. Yuri Krivinoshenko and Yuri Doroshenko. You know, if somebody just said, Yuri, how many guys turned their head in that camp? There's three. Exactly. Well, three including the one that turned back. So Yuri is kind of like what, John? Yeah, Yuri is very... Is the American John. My name is Yuri Krivinoshenko. I'm here for to drink your vodka and fuck with your wife. You either get out of my way or I will crush you. No, another Ivan Drago reference. No, I did hear they uh, they did say those <coughs> the trees the tree the looked like they tried to climb the tree. Yeah, I got were... that in here. Okay, so that's actually right here. They were found under a cedar tree, which had broken limbs going up about five meters into the tree, and they initially assumed that this was them trying to gather wood for the fire that they built, but yeah. they. The forensics looked at it and said found, they found fragments, if you will, of skin going up the tree bark and on the broken limbs, in, and their hands were all tore up, right. indicating, which they say indicates that they were like frantically trying, trying to, to climb the tree, which would mean you're trying to get away from something. something. But at the same time, I also thought if you're wearing almost no clothing it's negative 20 plus wind chill in the middle of the night would you not be rather frantic trying to gather the firewood to get a fire started if somebody got a spark yeah. you know what i'm saying right or if you have like three matches you're gonna want to fucking get that shit going and you're in the middle of the forest in russia in the winter there's not a bunch of tinder around to start a fire you know what i mean so if you get one going you're gonna want to feed it as fast as you can i think they're swiping left or right <sighs> I will, I'm not even going to respond to that. <laughs> okay, my bad. Keep going. Damn um, it. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, So it, take take that how you will. You know what I mean? Because I do think that, yeah, I'd be fucking going nuts trying to gather that firewood if it was me too. Yes. Um. So anyway. So forensics found that somebody or something had moved their bodies after they were dead. Because... There's these, like, spots. I don't know. I didn't find what they were called. But, like, there's these spots that, I guess, your body, like, they grow on your body or whatever the fuck. Post-mortem after you die. And the way they found them, they should have been on their side. But those spots were on the front of their bodies, which clearly indicates that somebody or something moved both the bodies. Right. Which, when we get to... In the same fashion as well. Which I think there's a good reason for this when we get to later. But did you uh, get... They did find burns on one of the Yuris. 
One of these uh, juries that he was that have burns on his, I think his foot and a hand. So I didn't see that. Yes, interesting. Which plays along to what? Well, the thing maybe they got that fire started, and he, you know, naturally trying to get warm got too close. Yeah. Or it also goes into the fire in the tent, mm-hmm. or something happened with that stove in the tent. That's where those burns came. That's from. where my mind went with it right. too. Yeah. So okay. anyway. <sighs> The spots, post mortem spots. Uh, okay, here we go. February 27th, Dyatlov was found 300 meters from the cedar tree where they originally found the other two. Right. And so was uh, Kalagamara. They're so hard. Russian women. They're hardcore. Yeah. And their names are really hard to say. I have it written out more distinctly on the first page. I don't want to mess it up. I feel like a dick. They're dead. That's not the first page. Fuck that. Okay. Anyway, so in Kalagomorev, sorry, it's Russian. It's hard. If you're a descendant of her, yeah. he apologizes. I and apologize then for him. Six, uh, the, okay, so Kalagomorev, whatever, was found 600 meters from the tree. And then six days later, uh, Slobodin was found 480 meters from the tree. Or 600, no, Kalugamorev was 630 meters, sorry. I I had to go back and fix that. So again, six days after that, Slobodin was found 480 meters from the tree. Dyatlov was was lightly dressed with no shoes. Zenaidya was better dressed with no shoes. Uh, they suspect both of them died of hypothermia. And Slobodin, who they also said died of hypothermia, was also somewhat dressed and had one boot on his right foot. He was the oldest one, right? I believe so. Yes. And he had a small skull fracture that they did not think was a fatal injury. So they don't think he died of that. See, they say what, he died of hypothermia. Well, they said, like, I think all, what, Eight of the nine died of hypothermia, I think. I think there was one. Six. Six, there was two. There. Five or six. I thought there was only one or two that died from their injuries. I want to say six died of hypothermia for sure, from what they said. But I've, that's the thing about this research on this internet. God love you fuckers. His head injury, that skull fracture, I've mm-hmm. heard two different stories. I heard it was so bad that pieces of skull were in his brain. Mm. That one? Yes. But then again, that would have killed him immediately. Yeah. So I don't know. We're talking what? 60, 70 years, 80 years ago? Don't do math on a podcast. 62? 60, 70 years, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but when they found the, the bodies of these one these guys, they appeared, like the way the bodies were lying and everything, it appeared that they were in the middle of trying to make their way back to the camp. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense for hypothermia. You know what I mean? Like, right. Skull, blunt force trauma to the head. You wouldn't be, you just fall however you fall. Right. So, um, like, in the hypothermia thing just kind of does make sense because, it, like I said, there's a serious lack of clothing. Right. No boots, none of that. Well, one boot I amongst, mean, like, the five, three of them. And it's minus 20 plus wind uh, chill. That's the most, I mean, let's be honest, 30, negative 30 degree weather. Temperatures, yeah. snowstorm, high winds. Russia, Russia, not 
Like it's automatically care. worse because it's Russia. Underdressed, you made a rapid exit out of the uh, tent. Hypothermia is, you know, it won't take long for hypothermia. Yeah. Hypothermia to set in. Like anybody who's like me and is like a zoological nerd and shit like that, mm-hmm. they're in an area where reindeer live. Reindeer live in like some of the gnarliest cold weather climates in the world. Like, not many species live in the areas where reindeer live because it's so fucking crazy. Like, super cold. Santa doesn't allow it. Very few things to eat if you're not a carnivore. Elves. And there were not any major carnivores in this area from what I could find. I'm just saying, I was even acknowledging my jokes at this point. No, no, I just expected them to come. I'm just going to sit here and shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I win. Anyway. So um, it appeared that the two that they found under the tree took clothing off of the other ones after they had died. So they outlived the other ones. Go figure. The ones that had a fire outlived everybody. But they said that they probably scavenged clothing from the dead bodies. Are these ones that built the shelter, the makeshift shelter in the snow? Or these are the the third set, right? Uh, this, This is the original ones, the first two that they found. Right. Okay, oh, the, under the, by the cedar tree. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought we moved past that. Yeah. Um, like, so yeah, they were scavenging clothes from the other ones. They were walking around, you know, like, you, you fuck you. You are dead. I am alive. Well, which, let's I be honest. will live and tell my story to my great-grandchildren about their male babushka man. If, say, you and I are out in a snowstorm, I die. You have permission to take my clothes to keep warm. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, I it's, it's just like it's just like the people on the in Chile, the Chile. eight people that plane the plane that crashed the soccer team I think it was. Oh yeah, they ate, and they yeah. ate parts of some of a couple people, and everybody's like, "You're fucking terrible." I'm like, "No, they're surviving." None of them wanted to do that, and from what I understand, if any of them are still alive, still to this day, they are still fucked up that they did it, but they lived. The in any situation like this. You know, I've been in some hairy situations in my day, but the survival instinct—you will do some crazy fucking shit. Oh yeah, to survive. Yeah. So I mean, I don't fault anybody for no. If they're dead, take—they don't need to close. Yeah, it's like drinking your piss is gross, but like it can technically for a little give while. You, but yeah, I think you can recycle your piss technically like three times before it comes really toxic. Yeah, but that's a that's a misconception de- anyway. You get more drinking, and more dehydrated. Yeah, dehydrated. drinking your piss really like it doesn't really do much for you initially, right. period. So I don't know right. why so many people talk about it. But there is a way to <laughs> filter it out with heat and you get moisture out of it. But okay, so what's this guy's last name? Because I don't remember this one. Russian. Okay, so that's Kalevatov. Okay, so um Alexander Kolevatov's uh, brown sweater and his pants tested positive for radiation. And there's another one that did too, right? As far as I know, there's only one that like fully, that their clothing tested positive. I, but there were other ones found whose skin was un- abnormally brown, which is a sign of radiation poisoning. Well, I heard one of the articles I read, there was two guys, this guy and the other guy he died with. Mm-hmm. His shirt or sweater also tested slightly. This guy. Well, they found one. They found one. I believe one of the girls had a had a piece of clothing test positive for radiation, but it was somebody else's sweater. Well, see, I heard 
to the guy. I believe did. it was she had taken Kalevatov's sweater after he died. That's probably what it was because one and there's a, actually a because this is a whole conspiracy of the. There's a fucking lot of conspiracy. Uh, radiation, you know, whether it be UFOs or nuclear testing by the government. Oh, I get into all of it. I've got pretty much but, every n- non-scientifically provable and scientifically provable which option. we'll get to. There is a very good explanation for why these clothes had radiation in it. And we will we'll get... see if we have the same opinion on it. Okay. Um, so, and mind you, because this question came up with me, and I know that our fantastic listeners are geniuses, just like my dumbass. And... No, the radiation levels that were positive from the testing of the clothing and shit is too high. Like, they didn't wear it to go get an x-ray at the dentist or anything like that. All right. Like, it's not, that wouldn't have worked. The residual radiation from something like that would not have, like, it wouldn't even be there at this point. Let alone be of a testable, affirmative, like, positive test amount. Is there a... From what I've read, there are even some experts that believe the radiation levels on these clothes were actually higher. And over that two-week period, the time, the melting snow, mm-hmm. you know, it degraded that. Yeah, numbers. so it would have been even higher. It would have been even higher, yes. Yeah, because we're talking two, three weeks after the fact. Right. So, um, Thibo Brignole had major skull damage, and Dubinina had, uh, and Zolotaryov had major chest fractures. The damage of these chest fractures were comparable to that from the pressure exerted on the human body during a car crash, like a good car crash. So that's an interesting one. What put that pressure on? Turn the page. Next. Oh, we're on to my last two pages. Hot damn. Um, So little, little side note here. There was four cameras known in the group, and a fifth camera that nobody else knew about was found on Zolotarov's body. Right, which is, and he, which had photos on it. They right, did look at the photos, right. and, and some of the photos were missing. On one of the strings, there was nine frames missing out of the the film. Now this, he was the older one. Right? I believe. Yes, he was the older. I have him. I think he's I the think last he, name I have. Yeah, he's the older. Yes, he, he's he was the, the one that was one. added. Who there are some believe that. He was, he, actually, was KGB. he was KGB. If they were getting getting back to the tent, they had to something went down in that tent. They had to cut their way out. Something. Nobody knows what, what? but something, something happened in that something tent. Something went down. They had to cut their way out of that tent, or they rapidly cut made an exit with a knife through the side. Yeah. You know, underdressed. Mm-hmm. Barely dressed. Right. Like dressed in ways that I I wouldn't even go fucking run the trash out in the morning. So, but he took the time to take the camera. Exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. So, which will like the camera will come into play a little bit later. Which I wanted to put this video, like load this video or not video this image into OBS so we could put it on the screen. Yeah. But there is an image that. Oh, they the, say feeds into one of the explanations of what happened. Is it the UFO or Yeti? The Yeti and yes. the UFO. Uh, the Yeti, because there's more to the UFO than than just that, right? But I've seen those pick that picture that they say could be from. And I did saw one video or something they talked about. They found that that camera. Uh-huh. It was on a makeshift tra- 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 
Tripod. 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 If you're in that fucking kind of situation, you're going to take the time to set up a, make a tripod to take pictures? I mean, that, that's, there's so many arguable points about right. that. You know I what mean. I mean? Like, how do we know? Like, maybe he wanted, like, let's, I want, I'm going to take one more decent picture of myself for my family or that's, some shit like that's that. That's true. You know what I, I mean? get that. But that picture, I've seen that picture of what they say could be the UFOs or the lights or whatever. Yeah. It's, which there's more to that too. It's I have, of, I have more information that's not on that conclusive. as well. That's not that much conclusive no, no. to me. Now, the other one of the Yeti, that picture, that's fucking weird. That there's there is a a humanoid figure in those woods. I will say a human figure. Be just because we don't know, we yeah, don't, I mean, we can't yeah, judge the, scale. The, the, the proportions of the body of whatever's out there looks very human. You're right, which can lead to another ex- possible explanation that I have as well. Right. Okay. So continue. Um. Now, and, and these the the guy that had massive skull fractures and the girls that had like just caved in chests mm-hmm. um they had no external wounds to corroborate or explain the bone fractures in their body mm-hmm. excuse me which that's fucky you know what i mean like that that's like blunt force trauma or a massive amount of pressure you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah. an interesting fact that i kind of ha- find it hard for me to wrap my head around trying to like a hundred percent explain that now weren't these the late wasn't she the one or was it the other girl with the uh tongue and i give that's my next okay one. okay so okay. dubinina was missing her tongue her eyes part of her lips and pieces of facial tissue and a fragment of her skull just gone I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't see anything about them finding the fragment of skull. Zolotaryov was missing his eyeballs. Kalevatov was missing his eyebrows, Time which out. I was like, maybe he was just starting the goth movement. Time out. What? Gonzo, where the fuck have you yeah, been? Yeah, what the fuck, Gonzo? Our God. You're going to lose the listener of the month. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. Let's be honest. No, he's not. He, he's, 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 thanks for joining us, you tardy fuck. And thanks for... Uh, tardy. I didn't say uh, the other yeah, one. I know. Tardy means late. Thanks for the like on that meme. I thought that meme was fucking hilarious. I'll show it to you when we get done. All right, go ahead. Continue. Okay, so um, again, Kolevatov was missing his eyebrows. And like I said, maybe he was just the first Russian goth. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he was just out there like, there's no god. There's no sunshine in my heart. All I want to do is drink vodka and listen to a perfect circle and just fuck all of you. My parents don't understand me. I don't like my peers at school. My teachers are mean. No one knows what I'm... Nobody knows what I deal with on a day-to-day basis. At least he's got an explanation. Fair enough. I'll give you that one. That's a good enough excuse. Uh... And all of the, like, the missing tongue, eyes, all that shit, all that was post-mortem. Because, well, because well, uh, Dubinina, the one that was missing her tongue, they found blood in, in her, her stomach, stomach, which means that she was probably alive when that happened because she would have had to ingest that blood. It's possible. I've heard... They're kind of divided on that. I agree. I think that proves. I think that's more likely. Yeah, like they they said that that could happen post mortem, but like with the internal injuries that she had, 
I would, but like uh, that would that would mean that so you would have ha- in my mind you would have had she would have had to die with her pictures in the house. We got uh, we're we're getting, we're getting to, to explanations we get coming to up soon. I'm almost done with the evidence leading up to, and then we're getting into explanations. But like that would in my mind, and I'm a simpleton in the world of I don't know shit about the medical world. I'm no. not a fucking doctor. No, I like to play doctor. <laughs> You just add Nagonzo shit. Goddamn right. But anyway, um, like then in my mind, would that not mean for that to happen post mortem, she would have had to die with her esophage- esophageal opening open? Well, here's the thing: there's more than just her tongue missing. Her, it, her, and, it was her, her tongue, tongue and parts di- of her lips, and her part, actually, her diaphragm was ripped out with her tongue. Was out with her tongue. Hmm. Was missing. Yeah, and it was not cut. It, you know, they didn't show. It didn't show, or according to the autopsy, it didn't say. You know, couldn't be cut or torn. It didn't say. It just said missing. Yeah. So you got to yank pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So, I think I got that big ass cup of water, and I might not even need that shit. I haven't even finished this yet. So anyway, um, there was wait a minute. You just you get to work. You don't you ignore Gonzo. Right Gonzo. Now. Um there was this I mean I'm jumping ahead a little bit on this for explanations, but there was speculation that the indigenous people known as the Mansi people right. who were reindeer herders um may have had something to do with this, but there was no legit evidence to corroborate any of these theories right. and uh like and they even said, what did I write here? One of them was like they would have taken shit if they had done that. They're, tongues and eyes, tongues and eyes. Well, no, like they would have taken equipment and clothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, which they didn't find any of that. You know, getting back to the footprints, there were no other footprints found other than the nine people. Well, and well, because the thing with that too that um that was an interesting one that I found out right at the end of doing this research is like at one point. One of or their main camp was only about 200 feet away from an area that the Mansi people were regularly in. Really? Like, so they could have... Hi. We got got an issue here. Hello. We're naked and we need something. You have very nice reindeer. You look like one from Frozen. I've never even watched Frozen. I've never watched it. It just was so fucking popular that I know that the goddamn snowman was named Olaf. And I know there's an Elsa. So they're Russian. And I know that I don't want to build a snowman. Oh, boy. Anyway. Continue. Well, they said they, they actually there's this whole thing saying that like Frozen may have helped, may have dropped some knowledge that could have helped solve this. I didn't read into it because I was like, eh, I don't, I'm not trying to fucking go down that rabbit hole of shit. Because then you, uh, you get me into the interesting part of like Elsa is uh, fucking related to this person and this person's related to that person and Tarzan and is Elsa and Olga or whatever the fucker's name is, sis, brother, blah, blah, blah. That's super interesting. We could do a whole episode on cartoon shits. There's a lot. Hollywood's trying to tell us shit. Dude, Rugrats, there's a really grim one behind Rugrats. Like, really dark. So, anyway. um, Where were I? So the Monsi people, like that, that got that got dropped pretty fast. 
<laughs> like they any speculation against the Monsi got dropped quite quickly, right? Because there just wasn't anything to corroborate and, that thought. And plus, these weren't these nine kids or nine people weren't the first to go through there. No, and these natives or whatever residents of this area mm-hmm. they never attacked before, right? So, and wh- how the fuck would they do that kind of damage, right? You know what I mean? Like, these people have caved-in chest cavities and shit. Well, maybe. It goes back to that gangbang. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, what are the monsters going to do? They're going to, like, fucking knock you out and then jump on you like a trampoline? Maybe it was the uh, it could be reindeer. More maybe the reindeer got pissed. Reindeer <gasps> games? Carnivorous reindeer. Rudolph got a little pissy, didn't get selected. You know why? His nose was red, because of the blood of the innocent that he slaughtered at Case the outlaw closed. pass. We're done for the night. Have a good one. We're out. Santa Claus is a fucking Nazi. Reindeers are murderers. See you next week. So anyway. Um, and then, uh, so this is just little little shit that we've actually already said. But what? My mother's here. We got to clean it up now. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Hello, mother. Hello, his mother. Ignore the comments, please. Especially ignore Gonzo. Gonzo, be nice. That's Phil's mom. Yes, I will hunt you down in Chicago. Um, so anyway, we, we've touched on a lot of these already, but I threw them in here just because they're like little tidbits of stuff that you know have something to do with something. So um, one, as we said, with the the speed at which this whole thing went down, because during the forensic testing, they did find that they due to what they found in their stomachs these this all happened they all died between 6 and 8 hours after their last meal because their last meal was still in their stomach contents and they they in, inside the tent they found ham and bacon i believe or ham, yeah. ham and bacon you know half eaten or not eaten yeah. cooked but not so within 8 hours of them eating their last uh, meal they were dead all of them so that begs the question, you know, did they survive? How could they have survived that long out there? Half dressed in negative 30 degrees temperature, you know? Well, as I'm saying, like, we don't know how, like, it could have been 10 minutes after they ate or it could have been up to eight hours. Right. You know what I mean? Because we, or, who fucking knows? You know, they ate the only early. people that know, the only people that could tell, answer any of these questions are fucking dead. Or the KGB. Yeah, or the, also yes. I like Gonzo's just gonna stop commenting now that your mom's here. It's probably for the best. <laughs> she thinks she thinks I'm fucking bad. Uh, actually, Gonzo's not that vulgar, really. He's just weird. He just, I love him for it. He just but, messes with me. Yeah. Oh, especially you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have a like a a, a YouTube podcast bromance, and you are the uh, butt of the jokes. You're the cuck. Ooh, damn it. That's no fun being that. So, so that was an interesting one. So they died fast because eight hours is not long. You know what I'm saying? Like, eight hours in that kind of conditions. Well, yeah, you know what I'm but, saying. But we, I, but that's that was what, like I said, we don't know. It could have been four minutes after they left, or uh, I didn't watch the fight last night. I watched the highlights today. I really don't give a shit. I think McGregor's who won? Who won? I didn't. McGregor broke his fucking leg. Ooh. Doctor Stoppage in the first round. And then he crybabied the whole time. Who? 
Connor McGregor, yeah. What he, he broke. His... Like, yeah, Joe Rogan was like, they they speculate that uh, checking one of those kicks away. He's like, I never checked none of them. And like, Dustin oh, he Poirier's... didn't break it like on you know a hold. It was no, he like it just broke. He was he was kicking him, yeah, and so on the block yeah. essentially. Okay, and like he's doing all this while Dustin Poirier is like sitting there. He was like, I don't. He was like, that's not how you talk, man. Like. He was like, you know, he can say all that stuff, but I hope he gets home safe to his beautiful family. And I was like, yeah, good way to be a fucking a gentleman about it. All right. Let's get back on Because they did talk a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because their last fight, like, Conor McGregor was super respectful to him. I don't know why he, like, I think it just depends on how much fucking cocaine he does. Because I don't care what anybody says. Tracks. Get back on Conor McGregor does cocaine. Let's finish this up and we can talk about so, Conor McGregor. So, well, this is all just, like I said, stuff that we already know, but it's all just kind of a, 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 a sum it up. This is what we know. Blah, blah, blah. So, fast deaths. Tent cut from within. Evidence showed that they had all left the camp of their own accord. Like, they weren't forced out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, or anything like that. There was no shit, some shady shit like that. Um, radioactivity was tested for and found in multiple bodies or, well, found in multiple clothing, but evidence of radiation was found. Like I said, a lot of the, some of the bodies were abnormally brown, which is a sign of radiation poisoning. Mm -hmm. So there's that as well. And released, this one is the one that fucking I found interesting. Release documents said nothing about the condition of the internal organs of anybody. You know what I meant? I, yeah. Yeah, nothing. And you got people with caved in chests and like obliterated skulls and all that shit. And it has no nothing talking about the condition of any internal organs. Which is a very important fucking matter when you're talking about something like this. You can tell a lot about something from the state of the internal organs. Except. Especially in trauma. Because well, this is all, like, this one, is all just of, crazy trauma to their bodies. One of the men did have something with his heart. I did hear. One of the other guys who had a compression, a little bit of compression on his, on his chest. I did hear him talk about there was some kind of damage to his heart. Probably from the compression. It probably exploded. I don't know. So that's what we've got. Those are the we'll facts. see you next week. No, I'm just kidding. Now we're getting to the good So shit. explanations. And this is, they have, as of last year, they have, the Russian government has basically, from what I read, closed the case. It was an avalanche. Yes. Which realistically is the most plausible. No, it's not. I, I think it is. No, because if there was an avalanche, well, it, well, it might one, well, because I said I, it, I didn't write it down, but there's different kinds of avalanche. There's a small avalanches that happen in very like controlled areas. Now, I did another aspect of the avalanche theory is when they they were actually I forget exactly how far away from the peak when they they weren't on flat ground and right. they dug into the snow uh -huh. to level out the, the uh, yeah. tent. So one theory is, and I think the Russian government even touched on this, is there was a wasn't really an avalanche, but that snow collapsed with the additional snow. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, the I'm assuming your mom's one of the ones that left. <laughs> probably uh, the uh, snow that when they dug into it, they had a bunch of snow right here, and with more snow 
it kind of collapsed in mm-hmm. on on them, and that's why they had to cut it out. Yeah. Cut out, yeah. and could explain some of the injuries. Yeah, we're talking a lot of snow fell. Yeah, but it doesn't explain a lot of the other. The avalanche theory doesn't explain a lot. Of the tongues. The eye. Well, because a lot of people made the argument of scavengers and animals doing that, but everything I read said that there really wasn't any type of animal in that area in that time of year that would do that type of damage to somebody. My mother's still there. Oh, God. Fuck. That's okay. But yeah, like apparently the, the, the wildlife in the area at that time of year wouldn't really produce those kind of results on scavenging from a body. Yes, I agree. I don't think scavengers played. I mean, maybe the eyes of I don't know. If, I I, what, I, I, I would argue that they there had to be some type of animal involvement, at least post mortem, to some extent. You would think it's but, inevitable in my mind. Like I'm, that's how nature works. Nature works off of there. It's the circle of life. Hey, Simba. Everything the light touches is yours. Okay, but we don't like you said. The wildlife up there is why the why the fucking there's not much really right. So I think it would have been much worse if scavengers had really see the only the only scavenging I could see being realistic at all would be maybe birds, right? Which would I mean? Like I don't think they have. I don't know if there's like an abundance of foxes or even like mink or like a civet type animal right. you know what i mean especially at that time of year it's the dead middle of fucking winter it's the coldest part of winter right now most animals are pretty well hunkered in i think this with this avalanche, and i don't think they had bears with this avalanche type scenario and may or the just that fucking cave-in type scenario mm-hmm. would cause a lot of the damage see and that's my thing with the avalanches i think Avalanche is a loosely used term. I think it would be more of what you were saying. Is it just kind of like a small portion just went, which was which will fuck some shit up. Right. Like that's tons of weight still. Now, a lot of the weird shit on here, like the clothes, like the two guys that were found first were basically just in their underwear. Yeah. Now they probably had more clothes on, but some of the other people took some of those clothes as well. We don't know for sure. You know, there is a chance mm-hmm. that they just didn't go out in their skivvies. Yeah. And once they died, the other people took, you know, naturally took some. Well, I mean, even then, like, there was never an abundance of clothes, period. No, no, no. Everybody heard the bird of the word. Sorry. But there there was nobody had, like, nobody was fully clothed. No, nobody was And when they, and just to clear up any misconception, when they say they were found in their underwear, they're referring to like long johns. Right. Not like they're not out there in boxers and they're shit. They're out there in a thong. Yeah, they're not wearing fucking tidy whities. Even though, I don't know, do Russians even wear underwear? I, I would hope so. Or do know. they just grow so much bush and ass hair that it just looks like they have underwear on? I do not know any Russians. Why don't you go ask a Russian mob? I like to hide pencils in my bush. Damn. Base is thumping. Right. I don't get it. I have a system in my car. Mine's not like that. That's just trying to be a fucking douche. Now, okay, so the avalanche theory is very plausible. Yeah, I have pretty much every theory. Okay, let's get into, you got the infrasound theory? I do have the infrasound theory. Okay. So, for anybody who's wondering, 
infrasound, they say that wind going around the Colette Circle, or whatever the fuck, however you pronounce that goddamn mountain's name, I don't know. That's literally the hardest thing that I could find to try to pronounce. Right. Could create what is known, and this is a, this is a scientifically proven phenomena in the world. Could have created a Carmen Vortex Street. You know some Russians, apparently, but it could have created a Carmen Vortex Street, which can produce infrasound, which is capable of inducing panic panic attacks in human beings. Yes, and this is proven this is not theoretical science this is pro- proven scientific fact right and getting getting back to paranormal investigation this is something a paranormal investigator has, has to deal with yeah you have to take into account infrasound it's sound you can't audibly hear but it does ha- it's so low frequency it does have an effect on your body mm-hmm. like the brown note right <laughs> we got to take it there don't you well i mean did you expect anything less um but so this is very. I know. <laughs> this is very. Habib. This is very plausible. Habib's not Russian. This is very plausible to the fact of they made a quick exit. Something was, you know, that sound was affecting them. They made mm-hmm. a quick exit. But where I have an issue with it, if it was still, if just getting out of the tent, wouldn't have, they would still have that effect even outside the tent? Right. And they calmly went down. Mm-hmm. You know, or and you would think if you were if you were in that much of a rush and you were freaking out that much because infrasound was affecting your right. mental thought process and ability to think right. clearly, you would be moving a fast and b you would be moving so erratically that the chances of you getting out of the the path of that Carmen Vortex Street, mm-hmm. I would think is very high because you would just be fucking running around. Freaking out, right? So, I mean, it's plausible, but I don't put a lot of. Maybe it's it's plausible in that it has science to back the actual terminology. Maybe it had some effect. Maybe they were feeling a little bit weird, but Which, I mean, I'm sure they were. It, it wasn't was fucking the, in the middle of the night in Russia in January. No shit. But it wasn't the contribute main contributing factor. Maybe yeah. it did have. Maybe they were feeling some of this infrasound mm-hmm. effect, and it did play a little bit of a role but i think it goes much deeper and then another though there's another theory uh about that is a scientific thing in the world about uh a catabatic or calabatic wind i think it's catabatic which i guess is it's a it, it happens in mountain ranges and stuff and it's just a violent wind like it's just gnarly as fuck to the point that apparently if that was happening at that time they like staying in that tent would not have been an option it's kind of like, they would have had to leave and try to find some sort of set shelter outside of that tent that's not in the path of that wind which could lead to the infrasound thing as well right you know what i mean like this is all just a thing it all kind of you know and it has the science to back it which you know Take it with a grain of salt what you want to believe with that. Right. Now, one of the ones that... Excuse me. Didn't know that one was coming. One of the big ones that I kind of get behind is military testing. Yes. Which this goes into... I don't even have UFO written down because this... There's there's a lot of sides to the military testing and the UFO theory. 
because the military testing could be taken as the UFO theory because they were testing, um, it was called the Soviet parachute mine exercise, which basically basically floating bombs and it detonates above the ground. It doesn't hit the ground. It detonates above the ground and they just have like a little parachute on it and they were actively testing that. And this was an area that they were actively testing missiles and shit like that. Right. So they could have got in the middle of a test one night, heard Mm -hmm. these explosions Mm-hmm. Felt the rec- well because there was a photo of a UFO in one of the camera reels. Sorry, right. and they heard and they just said, "What the hell?" Like we hear, we hear noises. We run, you know. Say, "What the?" Hell? Which I mean, that if could, you're not paying enough attention, that could potentially answer the question of the caved-in skulls and heads. If you just got got unlucky enough that you're sitting there trying to stay warm and one of the motherfuckers just comes down right in yeah. the fucking middle of three of you and pops off, yeah. the G-force from that could potentially fracture your chest cavity and your ribs. Yeah. I you mean, know, like the, 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 the displacement of, I, of I, air. I can't, dis- I can't argue with that. It's very possible. Yeah. But uh, I think, like I said, you said, I think a pr- this could be, this and the UFO are probably the same. Yeah. And this is more likely than Little Green Men. Oh, yeah. Came I down and took I their tongues and died. But, uh, well, along with the military testing of the, the floating, the, the parachute mines, there was the argument of testing of radiological weapons. But the problem with that, if they were the victims of incidental death by being in the path of the testing of a radiological weapon... All of them would have been affected, and all of them should have had should have had clothing or something that tested positive for radiation. And I, I'll, I'll go ahead and I, from what I've read and saw, there is a an explanation for that uh, radiation in their clothes. Two. That's why I said the what I saw. Two guys. The two article clothes came from two guys. Ow. Each one. One of them worked in a water. nuclear weapons facility. The one with the highest amount, he worked in a Soviet Union, Russian, or Soviet Union nuclear weapons facility. Yeah. And the other one did something with plutonium. <clears throat> so also probably the that, same it, it could be those clothes just were radiated from their everyday life. Yeah. So that kind of takes away a little bit of the military, but there is some funky stuff going on with the military. They did do some stuff to almost cover it up a little bit. Yeah. Moon unit makes but, a good makes a good point. He says specific resonance applied to them maybe dam- uh, disrupted internal organs and thought processes, and that might be why there's no mention of internal damage. That's very possible. It's an interesting thought. Right. It, it, Moon it, unit. Nothing can be ruled Moon out. Classing the joint up a little bit. Conspiracy. We're doing stick and fart jokes, and he's bringing science. I have stuff. <laughs> I do things. I know stuff. I'm like Tyrion Lannister. I drink and I know things. So anyway, back to this whole shit. Um, now, this one I found interesting. What? Paradoxical undressing. Which is common when hypothermia, yes. yes. Which paradoxical undressing, for those of you who don't know, which I would assume is probably a good number because I didn't know what the fuck that was until I read this. Paradoxical undressing is when hypothermic subjects and people will start to remove clothes in uh, 
response to a perceived feeling of burning warmth. Because that's one of the signs of hypothermia is you get so cold that your skin right. essentially has the sensation of burning. Right. Which most of us have gotten to a point of hypothermic, like, uh, whatever the fuck, where that happens. Right, yeah. Like, I, I've done it multiple times. Like, snowmobiling and shit mm -hmm. when I was yeah. younger. Especially, don't fuck around and go snowmobiling and then get fucking, oh, and then you get chapped. I got chapped on my legs, and then I was super fucking cold. You know you're setting Gonzo up here, right? You're, he's... Tina. It doesn't take much, but like, dude, <laughs> I jumped the in the fucking shower after I got back. Mm. Oh my god! It my it, my thighs right here where the wind was hitting me, and like it just fuck like it. I'm pretty sure I got frostbite, and then I got in the shower not thinking about it. Dude, got so red and so itchy, like I itched my thighs till they were bruised. It got so bad. So, uh, paradoxical undressing does not. I cannot rule that out. That's that is an interesting thing I had never heard of, but it is, it is apparently a confirmed thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gonzo! No, um, but but that is that would explain some of maybe why some of the clothes were taken off. And one, if well, I'm, but the big thing I found and that I agree with is if that's what was happening and that continued to be a problem. Why were their clothes being taken from the ones that had already died? They weren't experiencing that. But like one of the first two guys found under the cedar tree, mm -hmm. one of them was gnawing at his hand. They, they found his own flesh in his mouth. Mm -hmm. in his hand. Cause, and that is like the itching that you're, when you get hypothermic, that is another thing you do. You know, you just uncontrollably, he was uncontrollably biting at his hand. Oh, yeah. And they I do it all the time. Right. Like I don't bite at it, but like I get right. those, like those, like it's almost like a subdermal itch. You know what I mean? That right. you get on like your hands and your feet. Yeah. Like it happens all the time. I'll just fucking sit there and just fucking drag my hand across my teeth watching TV because like you can't just scratch it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the one on your foot where you got to like stomp your foot and look like an asshole. Yeah. So there's no doubt that hypothermia played a very big role in this, no matter which theory you want to believe. Yeah. No matter what caused all this, at least a handful of them definitely actually died from hypothermia right it's the lead up to that that is in what question caused them to be out of that tent in the first place well and then so there's a um there's a lot of things behind a lot of this shit so the bomb testing confirmed i've even mm -hmm. seen pictures of them yes the ufo thing which a lot of people try to put that on the military testing of the parachute bombs, which uh, acceptable. But there's one problem with that. What's your problem with it? There were actually other reports of people that night seeing UFOs. In the yes, sky. there was. And one of them, the reports was an actual soldier came from yeah. an actual soldier. There was other reports that I know of from, uh, I believe they were geologists that were there shortly before this. And they said they, corroborated saying that they also saw what they automatically said was ufos and i and the the natives uh, the natives also reported explained scene. to a crime scene or to an investigator who drew a picture of what the natives said was an unidentified flying object that went along with the description that the geologist gave it went along with the description that other people and other photos had had 
had put up, and one of the lead investigators who, re- who when he died on his deathbed, yeah, you can read that long shit, um, but one of the lead investigators on his deathbed said a lot of this information to people because it didn't come out initially, what we were just talking about, about mm-hmm. the UFOs, because he was told basically to redact that from his investigative reports. It was t- he was told to not mention that and or to take it out of the reports by the government. So we've heard that before. Well, it, which does that corroborate the story of UFO involvement, or does that then are they trying to take the view off of that because that then brings it to the government and government testing of different whatever explosives, floating bombs. Uh, different types of planes or helicopters, like you know what I mean. Like, wh- which way are you going to go? Right, I can, can you be- can legitimately go either way. And me being the way I am, even though I fully believe in aliens, I'm going to lean more towards government. They don't want people looking into it too much to see well, what that, they're. And, and doing. that's a, that's a very common thing. Like anywhere where they have government testing and military testing you have a massive influx or not influx. You have a massive like spike in supposed UFO sightings, which because I do think that a lot of UFO sightings, depending on where they are in the world are just people seeing military tests that they don't know what the fuck they're looking at because nobody knows what the fuck they're looking at when you're talking about a secret military test. Hence the word secret. Yeah. Like we've talked about it before that stealth bomber. Back in the day, the black that, triangular one, like that, that thing like was that, fucking, that was mind blowing. And now that's just common fucking that, shit. That resembles that V type <laughs> yeah. UFO people report. Now the only difference is, is it looks sp- like a broken Tostito. The speed and hovering factor that some of these UFOs have, the V type, yeah. you know, because we, as far as we know, do not have the technology to for move plane. like that. At the speeds that they do. But shape-wise, it fits the mold of that B-UFO sight. Those V-UFO sightings. Right. Or boomerang UFO sightings. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But But, I I think you're right, and you're on something. The government had that redacted. They didn't want people asking too many questions UFO-wise because they knew it would lead to military, what what they were doing. Yeah. So they were just nipping the shit in the bud. I, I definitely, like, personal opinion, I think... In some way, shape, or form, the government was involved. The Russian government was involved with this. Hands down, there's no argument as far as my mind works. They had to have something had to be going on. Well, and like, and why? even if it doesn't have, like, there was something going on there either way. Why even if it didn't guy, have to do with this? Why was Samir or whatever his name was added, forced to be added late by the an almost forty year old man when all these years. kids were younger than me? Yeah, they were either in like school. I had fucking eight to ten years on. I'm pretty sure. Every kid in here. They were either in school or grad students. So they were under 25, 26 years old. I don't even... 7-Eleven was an inside job. <laughs> um, You're not but yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that can go, the UFO thing can go both ways with that. Right. Now, but I do find it, because... You want to get what? Well, what leads me to down the road of the government involvement is why, like, if you didn't care about people finding out you're doing something, why would you have him them redact that from the statement? Right. 
Because there's something there you don't want people to look into. Yes. And keep as many eyes off of it as possible. And to what extent do we really know that they do that with UFO sightings? We don't. UFO evidence, yes. Sightings, nobody gives a fuck about because everybody thinks you're a kook anyway. But they down, all governments downplay it. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because it has something to do with them testing stuff. And they don't want people looking too far into it. And mind you, this is in the heat of the Cold War era, so they were probably doing all kinds of crazy... Russia was doing massive amounts of crazy shit to try to keep up or beat us. It was the Cold War and the beginning of the space race. Yeah. And, and, you know, post-World War II. So there was already a lot of experimental shit going on, especially with the Axis powers. You know, we all know Germany was trying, basically, Germany effectively made a flying saucer. Yes. It just wasn't proficient at what they wanted to do. But I, you can see the video, it's out there now, of a, they made a flying saucer that vertically propelled off of the ground. Yes. And but actually floated there for a, a in, moment. Now they're in Antarctica, launching people to freaking Mars. And the, the, they're the, the current renters of Hollow Earth. Yeah, they're down there with King Kong and Godzilla. They're having a party, and you know they're drinking Jeffrey Epstein. They're drinking beer, warm beer, and a big Stein. The Clintons have a fucking timeshare there. <laughs> I believe it. I would it. honestly. As crazy as it sounds to some people, Hollow Earth is one of the least phantasmical, crazy things that I can think could be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's like I I I'll believe that before I believe flat Earth. I just can't rap. I can't do flat Earth, man. It just doesn't. It does not. It doesn't equate in my mind. I will say this about flat Earth: there are some weird questions. There are some weird questions that need to be answered. I'm not going with the space is fake shit. I'm not going. Yeah, with- see, and that's where it really dies it, for me is the space is fake thing because, like, with the flat Earth thing, like, I, it doesn't work like that. I mean, Unless the science that we think we know is completely wrong, it doesn't axis and and like dimensionally, it doesn't work like that. I mean, here's my issue. I now, if they want to say the Earth is bigger than what, if you. Oh, 100%. What we, what we think. I will go along with that. That is why some of the numbers get a little funky sometimes. 100%. It's just like when you look at a globe, it's fucking massively misinterpreted. Oh, right. That's, Landmass like, of certain things. We're talking about either, Russia right now. Russia, in, on a map, looks like it's huge. It's not it's, as big as people think. It's not as big as It's United just the States. way it appears. It's just the way the, it's filtered out on the map. But then you also take into, like, Alaska is can cover more than half of the United States. Australia is fucking massive. And they actually, there's speculation that it is misrepresented on maps and globes as being too small. Right. And And I think, yeah, Africa's fucking huge. And it's a lot bigger than what the Mm -hmm. map represents. So there is some funky shit going on. I will give them that. But when you sit there talking about space is fake in the firmament, eat all the dicks and kiss my ass twice oh well welcome carmen carmen has uh apparently listens at work and has never seen us live well thank you carmen for i joining. apologize for my fucking face i appreciate you coming and joining the uh live stream movement that we have here Ignore- are you carmen san diego 
Oh, and ha, where ha. are you in the world? Ha, ha, ha. Just, Carmen, ignore Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo, can, he's a little strange. <laughs> uh, he will offend me at some point because he wants ice cream. And no, you cannot have any ice cream. Oh, that sounds good. I might get ice cream when I leave. <laughs> oh, speaking of when I leave, do you just want to do Patreon later this week? Yeah, well, and do we it. can do we can talk yeah. to Thor. Yes, and because I still have to get last week's Patreon up. Oh, I forgot, and we need to cut a promo. Did you write something out for that promo? I was I was thinking okay. about working on it tonight. So anyway, let's, let's get keep to, it moving. Let's get to Yeti. Talk uh, to Yeti to me. Oh, you want to talk Yeti? Let's talk. You Yeti. want to talk one hundred percent the fucking true occurrence of what happened this was 100 percent the yeti i don't care what anybody says i will not hear any of it the fucking yeti did it because yeti i don't i don't believe any a lot of the evidence but you get me you say yeti your boy's on board i like it but i don't think it happened in this case well See, this is one of the most interesting things about the Yeti theory for me. Did you read about the note? The what? The note that was found near the campsite. One of the diary, the last diary ledger? I don't know. Okay. This was like a scrap piece of paper with a note written on it. Well, I I don't think so. So, this is as happenstantial as this could be. I find this fucking so interesting for this theory who the fuck is that oh okay never mind gonzo karma having a conversation now no somebody messaged me and i couldn't tell what the picture was so but i find this so interesting they found a note near the like near the wood in the woods near their camp their i believe their actual campsite the one that they had abandoned right and on this note Obviously in Russian, but loosely translated, said, from now on, we know that snowmen exist. Right? And then you add in the picture where there's clearly, probably, it looks like a human form, but at least humanoid. It is is some type of, it's some type of a hominid. And we have no idea to judge scale because we have because no, we don't know how far away it is. And how it's far dark. It is, what, how big that tree is. But there's is, clearly there's clearly that, a standing bipedal something in those woods. Could it be a yeti, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or a Russian or a Soviet Union soldier? Closer, yeah, we don't because it doesn't. There was like I looked, kind of, I did look at the photo, and we can agree on it does appear to be human. Something. Well, on two has two legs standing up on two legs. Oh yes, it's, it's definitely it's one hundred percent some type of a hominid creature, and it's which legs, you know a, a bipedal. The midsection probably a primate. The midsection wasn't long enough to be a bear. Bear, you know, whatever. Well, uh, and bears are very do you yeah. bears are very noticeable when especially yeah. when they stand. They have a very yeah, their bodies, odd. Their legs are kind of shorter, and yeah, and they like they have up, weird. They, they, their shoulders long. don't fucking come out like out like, like ours because that picture like it's it, it, it's it's, it's it is clearly a bipedal animal with or, with with a if a it's human not human up, yeah. yeah and if it's not a human it's something that has the same 
or very similar physical characteristics of a human as far as skeletal structure and shit like that. Super hairy man. Well, there is the uh, there is a lot of speculation out there that a lot of Bigfoot sightings and shit like that are just feral people. Which you and know, it could be one of these native or the people villagers, one of the Masi, I think it was you know, the villagers that are just decked out in some some reindeer skin. Uh, yeah, very possible. I mean, very possible. It's, it's just very an interesting possible. photo. But my, here's my problem with Bigfoot. Now, I like that note that you said. Okay, maybe they saw well, something. Before you go into this, do you want to know the, the, the holes in the note thing? Because I, I do find okay, that ahead. super fucking interesting. Right. Go ahead. But one of the holes in that is apparently it was confirmed that while they had their... Because, you know, they had a lot of time with each other. And while they're, you know, kicking it around the campfire on this expedition, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, they had this thing that they would do where they almost had, like they would almost curate a fake like newspaper or newsletter almost to pass the time while they're just kind of cutting it up and fucking around and eating fucking borscht and drinking vodka vodka we only drink do you have the water for the expedition yori fuck you vodka what else do you need fuck your mother what else do you need that's what i'm saying vodka and fucking vodka and kfc you know, I will buy if they want to say the snowman. They were referring to seeing Khrushchev fried chicken. <laughs> if Khrushchev they, fried Catholics. Ooh, hello. Hey. You know, if they saw something that a yeti or something, fine. But I don't think a yeti is what uh, caused this to happen. For one, let's get back to the footprints, which I think the footprints are weird. How, how, like I said earlier, how are those footprints still there after three, four weeks of, you know, cold? So it's it's one of those situations because if you get if you have the perfect scenario, snow is phenomenal at preserving footprints and shit like that. But it's got it does have to be a very specific, especially I could see it in a place like this because if you're in a place where it gets that bitter cold then you really have that potential with snow because everything just basically freezes in time pun intended basically you know right for all intents and purposes i don't think a yeti was involved because there's no yeti tracks found yeah you know you think they see the yeti same reason why they they ruled out the monsi people having anything because if you're going after nine people and you're an indigenous tribe, if you will. I don't know if they call them a tribe. You're not going in there one or two deep if you're going to go kill these people because they're invading on your fucking land. Right. And also, like I said, the yeah. Monsi must have been fine and known they were fucking there because they, at one point, they very well could have been within a cut within a couple hundred feet. And they like w- that's known fact that they the Monsi were basically, I believe, just right on the other side of the river. And it wasn't the first expedition through this pass. No. So, like I said, there was geologists there not long before that that kind of corroborated the UFO thing. Okay, what else you got before we... That's pretty fi- much all I got. Give our final thoughts. You want to give your final thoughts, and then I'll give mine? On what I think happened? Yep. Okay, so, <laughs> me being me, I want the Yeti to be involved. And the Yeti will always be involved in my heart, just because it's a fucking Yeti. And who doesn't like fucking... Well, I don't like the Yeti. 
He, I mean, he's really he's white. Just, he's just an, he's the Aryan Bigfoot. He's Aryan Bigfoot. He's a white. He's a Bigfoot. Got Bigfoot white privilege. Or maybe he's just leucistic. Maybe lack of melanin. It's a scientific term. We know. You're we don't. Here we go with your god. Your podcast. My snakes. Your snake podcast. Okay, um, continue. So yeah, like I said, obviously every part of me wants the Yeti to be involved. Do I think there was a Yeti involved? No. Do I rule it out? No, I, 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 you can't rule it out just like I can't rule out the overall existence of these animals. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I could see it wouldn't, if we had evidence of the Yeti, like hardcore evidence that I thought it was 100% real. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody saw a fucking Yeti out in the woods and they're like, holy shit. And they dipped. Cause who wouldn't? Who's going to see a nine foot fucking gorilla man by their camp and not be like, uh, no, bye. Like, I'm going to take off too. either that or I'm going to start waving around a fucking torch. Personal opinion. I think, I think it was a combination of multiple things that we've talked about. I think the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, a, well, for one, the weather and also the environment that they were in, which includes the weather, in my mind, inevitably had some type of input into the situation, be it the uh, paradoxical undressing or something like that. The wind thing might have something to do with it. Either way, you're going to be going a little fucking stir crazy when you're out unprotected in this type of weather. But at the same time, I think that it all began due to the military, some type of military testing or UFO. That's where my mind is not made up. Right. Because my thing is like with, if it was a UFO, traditionally UFOs don't come down and hurt people. Uh, Billy Bob. Hey, have, no, like this though. They don't like they might maybe probe just, you or test you, but maybe, like when do you hear about about okay. an alien invasion or an alien visiting somebody and caving their fucking chest in hey, and sh- shattering their skull? Maybe this was the first cattle mutilation. They that was a great band. They started on humans. They said, "Oh, we feel bad about this. We'll just go to cattle from now on." Speaking of bands, if anybody is in here is into slam metal, I got into this group called Necrotic Gore Beast, and they fucking wail. But um, what did- oh, Moonyu makes a good point. He says, "I've heard that Yetis are never alone. One distracts while the other moves behind you. Maybe the pick." Was the distractor. I don't know. Which wouldn't surprise me. Right. Okay, so you you just think it could be a... I think it had something... In my mind, Russia, 1959, middle of nowhere, actively, actively used and a known place used for military testing and missile testing. Yeah, I think... In my mind, the most plausible explanation has something to do with the Russian government. Carmen says there's nothing wrong with a big hairy man. Clearly I'm not up your alley. (laughs) I'm big. (laughs) Not hairy. You're Asian. I got about 13 chest hairs. Count them on one hand. Uh, Okay. I, here's my 
final thought on this. Again, though, Yeti all day. I hope. I would love it to be Yeti. Like right. The, it would be awesome. It'd be fucking sick. The tra- I shouldn't say awesome, but it would be a great explanation for this tragedy. Yeah. It would be one of those. It'd, it'd be, it would at least lend some type of world-changing discovery to the crazy, fucked-up deaths of nine, eight young people and one damn near middle-aged man if, who worked for the KGB. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If I'm being totally honest, and you know me, I love the supernatural. I love mm-hmm. the paranormal. I love me some Yeti, Bigfoot, E.T. I think we're on the same page with this, by what you're saying. Well, but I'm honestly going to have to say there's nothing supernatural here. I, mean, like, you, I, I, I think can't, the UFOs, you can't rule it out, but I, yeah, I, I can't. Right, I can't say hundred percent. But I'm if I look if I was looking at this with an open mind, I say okay, something made the real issue. Everything that happened outside the tent is explainable. Of natural, you know, hypothermia, possibly even infrasound, you know, what explains what happened outside the tent. Now, yes, there's some weird stuff with the tongue being tongue and diaphragm being removed. But that's where it gets weird for me. But infrared, if the infrared, if a sound, maybe some one of them was really got crazy and yanked. I don't know. I th- I don't think there's anything paranormal or supernatural outside the. I think a lot of the injuries can be explained by maybe the theory of the collapse. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of snow, wet, cold, frozen. You know. Well, and that's what I said earlier is like people uh, misconstrue when because I do think an avalanche had something to do with it, but now, people think that an avalanche is like what you see in the movies. No, an avalanche is just the sudden movement of a be, a mass of snow. Right. And if you think about it, like if you take a, if you have what, let's say you have eighteen inches of snow depth, you take a ten foot by ten foot wide area of that snow, that is hands down enough snow that if that came down a good five feet that's going to bury you and destroy whatever is in its path that's not a tree or a large rock no like you're getting you're getting knocked the fuck over your tent's getting fucking destroyed you know what i mean like it's 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 curtains if that happens but my point is everything outside (laughs) the uh Tent is somewhat explainable with hypothermia, with everything mm-hmm. we know about being in those conditions. Of course, we peak with viewers right at the end. The real Welcome. question is... Love you. The, the real question is, what got them out of the tent in such a hurry? Yeah. Now, I think it's you have to take into account all the UFO sightings, the three or four UFO sightings that night. Now... If I had to make a theory, if you held a gun to my head and said, what do you think happened? I think the parachute mines is very plausible. Mm -hmm. That would explain the UFO sightings, too, if one went off. And if one went off, that percussion could have caused that mild or small little avalanche or that shit to cave down. And force, oh, 100%. Force them to make the exit. 100%. And that's why I say I would lean more toward that from what well, I Because that's my other thing is like for all we know, they were out of that tent before the tent got fucked up. We know that. Well. You know what I mean? Like if something. one of those popped off 
and they heard it, they're like, oh shit, we gotta go, something's happening, mm-hmm. and then the, you know what I mean, we're talking, there was almost three weeks by by the time somebody, and or no, there was... Something happened, they had to make a quick wrap, and they couldn't get out the front. Yeah, there was at least 14 days before there was anybody on site where they were at, so now, anything could have happened in that 14-day period. Now, what's interesting, now the whole fire... While the- we have 10 viewers, though, at our, our peak for the night, everybody, uh, please feel free to subscribe, Leave a thumbs up, like the video. Hit the bell for notifications. Hit the bell for notifications and when you subscribe, you, so then you know every time we go live or anytime we upload. And subscribe to the uh, podcast feed, however yes. you take taking podcasts. We are on pretty much everything. We will do this again at the end, don't worry. No, don't worry, we'll hit this again. Yeah. But there's one thing that the fire inside the tent also is interesting to me, with mm-hmm. that stove. Something like... Something had to make them exit, and they couldn't get out the front. That's why they had to cut their way out. Yeah. Rapid. Which, the fire, the stove would not be near the entrance. If they were fucking idiots, you wouldn't think. Well, I, I've, been in maybe, those, I've been in tents like that that are built well, to have the exhaust and everything like that. He, like, you don't put the heat source Whatever close to the main egress of the fucking well, dwelling. It just doesn't make sense. The laws of thermodynamics or maybe tell you you're Amber's, an idiot. Kind of somebody kicked it and the hot embers went in front of the door. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I, don't I never saw I a picture know. of the camp stove. I saw the pipe coming out, but you didn't see the camp stove. They're traditionally even small ones, like they're pretty bulky things. I know, I, like they're iron, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. I just, I mean, something has to explain those burns as well. The first two guys who died by the tree. There was the one guy that died by it. He had burns on his feet, I believe, mm-hmm. hand, or maybe it was cheek or something. I know his foot. Almost like he was trying to put out a fire. Mm-hmm. Or, like you said earlier, there's also the possibility that he just he got too fucking close, close trying to, to warm fire. up. And when he, they tried to start that fire. Yeah. You know, maybe... Especially got, if he had... If right. you were so frostbitten that you didn't have feeling at that time... Right, you, you know, know what I mean. You're gonna, you're either not gonna know, or you're gonna think I need to reverse this now, and you're gonna make the mistake of putting your shit too close. Uh, I, you know, I, I just think there's, there's not a supernatural reason for this tragedy, for this whatever you want to call it. I think it's probably very natural causes. Yeah, like my mind can't help to, but to think, yeah, there might have been some foul play of. Of from forms that we don't know anything about, but realistically, between weather patterns, weather phenomena, the, the potential UFO, of the movement of snow, be it an avalanche or whatever, the UFOs and, in military type situation. Yes, confirmed military testing in this place. Like, there's too much actual hardcore factual stuff. That all just like you put it all together, and you kind of go, yeah, no wonder. And it's Occam's razor or whatever. Generally, the the easiest explanation is probably the right one, mm-hmm. or whatever that is. You know, as f- awesome as UFOs and fucking Yeti would be, probably just that little avalanche caused them to cut their way out, and hypothermia took the rest. Yeah. You know, caused them to go crazy a little bit. Maybe a little infrasound in there from the wind whipping around. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, infrasound, I feel like definitely might have probably had something to do with it. But even without that, 
you're not when you're dude when you're in you're when you're barefoot in a pair of long johns in the middle of the night and it's negative 20 and the wind's fucking whipping around you've got what i'd say within 90 seconds you are no longer legitimately thinking with your down to earth right mind you're just almost exclusively going survival mode at that point and you're going to do whatever it takes to fight but so i mean i'm going to say it's as cool as it be there's nothing really paranormal or supernatural probably not probably not i want it to be i would love it to be ufos and the yeti it would be working together in the military Actually, there's another. There's one theory you didn't hit. Military yetis. There's one theory you didn't hit. Let's hit it real quick. CIA. Did you hear that one? I this guy was. I didn't dive into this it. Late. But... This guy that got forced on this group late. The 37 yeah. year old. He had holes in his background, like a CIA or like a KGB officer would have. He was a World War II vet. That's the one that they, yeah, because I read that there's another one saying that they think that he was hiding out from the government because of war crimes. I mean, there's some there's some people that say this was uh, basically a hit by the CIA. Mm-hmm. This was, or I should say. On a, him? It was a meet between the KGB, this guy who was KGB, and the CIA. And he just tugged along, tagged along for this. I think there'd be a much easier way to meet. And yeah, that, went that, out I don't and see why you would involve nine, eight innocent people. Uh, well, nine originally before Yuri Yudin, Yudin backed out. But like, I don't see why if if it was going to be a government meetup like that of some fucking acronym companies, Can't and, they just do it like the movies A Bridge Somewhere. Yeah, like like fucking Seth Rogen and the the interview when they just had him meet him when the North Koreans just had him meet them on like a fucking mountaintop in China. And let's be honest, it's not that, it's not that far fetched that the Soviet union put a KGB plant in this expedition. They did that all kinds just all to the make time. sure there was no shenanigans going. Maybe these, or they didn't see something they weren't supposed right. to see. Now you think he would have been more prepared to survive and know kind of what they were going to face. That's the only kind of questionable thing about yeah it. i mean but, they, okay because well because my only thing i've i had that thought and i'm like then i'm like then why would why would they all die or why would he be dead why wouldn't he be the survivor to tell this heroic story of his comrades that died right. on this expedition but if that was the case chances are the kgb would have taken him out too right so i don't think it's paranormal i don't think it's supernatural i think it's just a bunch of a perfect storm of everything yeah Probably a little military testing, which covers UFO covers the UFO aspect of it mm-hmm. and the sightings, and then and then environmental things and hypothermia kicked in and yeah, because you're in a you fucked up place at case a closed. fucked up. We time. solved the case. We cracked the fucking case. Case closed. It was the Yeti, <laughs> a UFO Yeti. They make fucking I, that whistled to infrasound. It was they were killed by a two hundred and forty dollar cooler. Get it? Because Yeti? Yeti. I got it. <laughs> Being better if they was in the Ozarks. <laughs> All right. I oh, think God. that's going to wrap up this episode. Or uh, don't forget, uh, we don't know when. We talked about it before we started the show. West Memphis 3. I'm excited to do this episode. I don't know when we're going to do it. It's funny because I was going to throw out uh, Dahmer or Gacy. Uh, no, let's go. Let's hit the big nuts right away. 
Oh, I'm talking like for the next for like next week, unless you want to do West Memphis three next week. We can. Um, I just say we've just <laughs> pick something paranormal or something next week, and then the following week we'll go. We'll start the West Memphis three episode the following. Or we could. I mean, we could find a good conspiracy too. Yeah. We haven't done a conspiracy theory in a while. I mean, this kind of is one, but. Thank you, Moon Unit, and I uh, did. I do agree with you. It's the perfect storm of events. There's like, two, yeah, th- and that's why I think we both come to the kind of the same conclusion. Like, there's just too many, there's too many factual occurrences and phenomena going on around them environmentally. That like it's kind of I, as much as I would love it to be, like. A, 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 a UFO filled with Yetis wow. landed oh. around the, on the around the corner, and like they just rolled out, and they're like, "Yetis, roll out! Let's go fuck these humans in the mouth." I don't know why the Yetis talk like Optimus Prime, but you want a good pickup line for your next online dating girl? You look at her. Well, you don't look at her because it's online dating. But you say, you know, if you were a Transformer, you'd be Optimus Fine. You are, so, you are so bad. You're bad, bad boy. Okay, so that's what we got planned coming up. Uh, West Memphis like, Three is gonna be a fucking oh, shit show. I am show. so excited about that. That is. I'm not. A, that's a I'm excited for it. I'm just not excited we just for might knowing what my work schedules. West Memphis Oh, three. also upcoming. Um, the I don't know if there will be a on time episode of Ghosts in the Night the weekend the last weekend of July. Because you will be in I'll be in Putin Bay. Yeah, you're right. I might have to ride solo I, on that one. Maybe we'll do a phone interview. You're drunk ass. We might. I don't know if we're coming back Monday or Sunday. I'll still do an episode. I just don't it probably won't, just won't be normal night, normal time. We'll, we'll play that by ear. Like, the, I, yeah, I'd do what, it on For Monday. the next two weeks, things are going to be a little dicey on time starts anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, so be sure to follow us. I think we should be all right. On one of the uh, social media accounts hey, that's up on the screen. Look at that fancy shit. Or you, can, or you can hit the show notes to get all the links to our social media. Or that you can way, tap my ass. That link is not in the uh, description. I guarantee that. We keep that close at hand. Uh, but that way you know when I do do updates on the show start times. Like today, we had to start an hour late, and I put it out on Twitter and Facebook. So be sure to subscribe or follow both of those. I thought about just taking a picture of myself at work and be like, we're going to be fucking late and put it on Instagram. But I figured that's more of a, a cancellation theory thing. Yes. Oh, and while you're here, check out the cancellation theory, our oh. other show. Which that time should be screwed up too, which is generally Thursday at 8 o'clock. I think we're all right this week. And then the next week, actually the end of this week, I will not be at my where I live for a week also. Mm. I'm dog sitting for somebody for like eight days. Jesus. Yeah. What are you, the dog freaking whisperer? I'm fucking good with dogs. All right, but... And I'm trustworthy, I think, is the big one. Have they not met you? Uh, <laughs> I'm actually a very good friend. And, you are. You are the best. And house sitter. Thank you, uh, Carmen, for joining us tonight. I'm so glad you joined us, but continue to listen while you're at work as well. Yes, we and make all your coworkers subscribe and yes. listen to us, Tell too. Tell them you'll go postal. 
if you don't. Force us on them. Yes. Ram us down their throats. Figuratively. And don't no, go. literally. Take your iPhone Ram or your Android. Or I don't know, your razor if you got one. Just <laughs> Do they even make razors anymore? Yeah, they came out with a new one. It's oh, it's a well, it's a smartphone that bends. Oh, is that the one that bends? Anyway. Yeah. They're like fucking $2,000. It's so stupid. If you want bonus material, be sure to go to patreon.com. Patreon will be late this week because we're going to uh, do a little phonesies right. with, one, the, with the guy that suggested this topic months right. ago. And we wanted to kind of get him on here, but things didn't work out. He's working. Yeah, he's working. So, But you can get bonus material at patreon.com slash G-I-T-N podcast. Or you can also, if you want to support the podcast... Another great way is to go to Spreadshirt oh my God. and get our merch. They're have, so pretty, we y'all. We have t-shirts, hats, beanies, ah! Cramp, cramps, apparently. Mm, God Jeez. damn. You know, that's a great way. I might so have drank a little too much last night. The link is on the screen or it will be in the description or the that's show so notes of the podcast episode. Yeah, there's so much shit on that website. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can, you can get like tote bags. I think tote there's bags. like aprons and shit iPhone covers and, or is it really iPhone? And, uh, yeah, iPhone I don't know. I've got a fucking bust ass cheap kid phone. Like they don't, nobody makes covers for my phone except like actual phone cover companies. But that is a great way to support the podcast. Either that or Patreon. Either one, we don't care. Yeah, hit us up. Travis trying to get an iPhone twelve. Yeah, and I try to. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to supply my alcohol problem. I'm also trying to start throwing money into my retirement account again. That'd be great. That would be awesome. No, we need to get a new camera and stuff like, in like six years. We're trying to get new cameras and upgrade the equipment a little bit to get a better experience for you guys. And a really cool GITN studio sign that's pink. Because like, I thought about, I want to make it myself, but at the same time, it'd be so nice to just order one and pay that. Right. It's like, but it's like 250 bucks. And I don't have fucking $250 to spend on that right now. We'll figure it out. But that is basically, if you support the podcast, that's what it goes to. It just doesn't yeah, go to every, my, my see, bar tab. That's the thing. A lot of people, I feel I'm like we're at that. That, that line of like people think podcasting, blah, 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 has this connotation to it. Not all of us make money. I'm not saying like I'm, I I love doing this and I love everybody that listens and I'm going to continue doing it whether we make money or not. It's I enjoy yeah. it. But yeah. At this point, that I had to explain that to people. Everybody's like, you make money off this? I'm like, dude, any like there is money coming into this show. Very little, but Yeah, not a lot at all. Little, but, but like any of it that we do get is all as of right now, it's just sitting in an account waiting to be withdrawn to be used for improvements for the show. Because right. we don't if we're gonna make money off of this, like actual money that we make for ourselves as profit. We're not going to do it without improving everybody's experience. Get a better camera. Get better lighting. Get cool backdrop stuff. Decorations. I don't know. Maybe a fucking pole dancer. I'm still liking the recliner idea. Get rid of these chairs. Get rid of the desk. And we sit in the recliner, which might be coming up. I'm liking it. Not a bad idea. I'm liking it. As long as they fit. I'm. I'm pretty sure they'll fit. We'll be a little close, but they'll fit. Gonzo will get his erect on that. All right. But that's what, if you support the podcast, it goes to. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, like I said, subscribe or follow us on the social medias just to keep a idea of when we're going to go live 
here uh, in the next couple of weeks. It's yeah, because be, once again, things might get a little wonky. It's going to be a little hectic because of work schedules. So be sure to subscribe and follow oh. to those social we're, medias. We're having technical difficulties with the Book of Knowledge. Oh, my God. You're killing me. Sorry. I've I've grown to love this book, dude. It's just got It's just so much useless shit. <laughs> All right. Be sure to subscribe however you take it in the podcast. And also, I forgot what I was just going to say. Oh, share. Share it with your friends. Yes. We joke karma about Ramos down you though your friends float. But that is how the podcast grows. It's organically. It doesn't come through paid ads. So if you like us. And don't think we're I, telling you to do it so we don't have to do it. Because literally any time him and I are in a fucking public place together, oh, at pimping. one point he will turn around and go, there he goes. He's politicking about the podcast. And the next thing I know, I'm getting one of these. Come on over. Yeah. Right. I'm like, come. I'm like, you, talk to him. He's the smart one. I'm just the one that initiates. Yeah. So uh, be sure to share it. That is really how we get this podcast to grow. So until next week, we greatly appreciate you guys. Take care, and we'll see you next week. We're out.